Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the All Things Wrestling Podcast, and we are your hosts, always down to give you a powerbomb. I'm Ernie. This is Michael. Hey, what's up? And we are in episode 16, man. Yeah. Wow. If we weren't old before, we're definitely old now. Hey, if you all made it this far and I've heard all past 15 episodes, thank you for making it this far. Since the yeah. start of the show in January till now, we've got 45 listeners. Whew. Okay. We're, we're almost 45. at 50, man. 45 people that can put up with our bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So listen to the podcast, support it, share it with your friends, neighbors, family, dogs, cats, significant others, and help us be your voice for anything wrestling related. You forgot hamsters. Oh, hamsters. I had a hamster okay. when I was 10. So. I'm, maybe I'm kind of <laughs> overreacting on the last part, but as a podcast entrepreneur, we're podcast entrepreneurs now. We- it would mean a lot. So give us a follow and share us. Share hey, it with everybody. If you want us to become millionaires, just get everybody to listen. <laughs> well, we'll bring you down with us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so let's get straight to the news, and I can't wait to tell you this. I can't wait to hear your feelings about this. Tell us. Tell us now. You ready? Sure. Queen Charmel, or in this case, Booker T's wife, has been inducted <sighs> into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want my honest, honest-to-goodness opinion... Let's go. Why not? That's why we're here. Why not? <laughs> why not? Other people not? have entered without doing a thing, so it really didn't bother me at all one bit. Just another year where they decide not to induct China. Honestly, if if you want my honest to God opinion, Michael's opinion, That's I think we're it's here more. For. Honestly, I think <laughs> a a badge of honor to say you're not in WWE's Hall, Hall of Fame. Because uh, literally, well, who's not in the Hall of Fame. Owen Hart, he's the winner so far. Yeah, but he, it, they, by number one. Right. His <laughs> wife does not want him to be in. China, somebody, number two. Yeah, they don't want her to be in. <laughs> Scott Steiner, number three. He'll be in. Scott Steiner. No, he doesn't, he doesn't want to be a part of this. Want to be in. Okay. Like name Rick somebody, Steiner, maybe. <laughs> name somebody who's not said, I don't want to be in. That is not. That is significant be in. <laughs> so far, yeah. <laughs> you but, know? So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We but, have a biggie update. Yeah. As you all know from Friday Night SmackDown last weekend, and I said yeah. a bit of it on the last episode, Biggie has suffered a neck injury. Ridge Island did belly the back or what was supposed to be a belly the back, but Biggie didn't rotate enough and landed on his head. Yeah. Hey, WWE physician Dr. David Cho, whose update I've been waiting for since it happened last, has put up an update, and here it is. He says, the C1 fracture is most dangerous as the top cervical vertebrae is a ring and is commonly associated with the immediate death or complete paralysis. Thankfully, the fracture was not displaced, and he will not need surgery. Okay. However, wow. however, this type of fracture often heals complete, incompletely. And it may mean the end of his wrestling career. Yeah. Oh, man. I figure that, unfortunately. And that's sad. Young man. For professional yeah. wrestling, he's a young man. Of course. He's Neither younger day. than us. Rock. But... <laughs> it's the power of positivity for these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see um, him as just a manager or something. Though. We Yeah, I mean, we've seen other wrestlers take bump as well. Sure. And... 
took 10 years to come back. Yeah. Um, Ed, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, Mr. Perfect, took time Mr. off. Mr. Perfect. Um, Rick Rude. Yeah, but no, he didn't come back to wrestle. He never came back? Okay, that's true. Yeah, he never came back. But at least he came back as a manager, though. Yeah, a little um, run-ins here there. Because he's a young man. I mean, he's still, like I said, he's 30s. He he is. For sure, yeah. Me and, you know, we won't won't say my age, but he's younger than me. (laughs) (laughs) We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't bring up age in this podcast. No, we don't, we don't, we don't. If you figure it out on your own, you you get a. a we tease you about it. We tease about it. We <laughs> you know we dance around it. Right. Hey, I, in the nineties I did this. In the eighties we did this. Right. But figure you know, it you out. Just don't That's... know. You just don't know. Maybe in the eighties we did something else. Exactly. Who knows? Maybe I was twenty in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe I was twenty-five in nineteen eighty-one, but I wasn't. But but we were. maybe I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Cho did say, however, to, uh, how much time it would take to rehab and recover if he plans on yeah. coming back. The C6 fracture is likely a compression injury to the vertebral body. Mm-hmm. This likely requires immobilization, but not surgery. One would anticipate yeah. a minimum of three-month recovery with return to full function and activities for his lower cervical injury. Oh, man. We'll see. We'll see, but that's scary. Man, that's if I was him, that's scary. Yeah. And now a word for those that still think wrestling is fake. Yeah. Say that to this man's face. I dare you. Wow. But never fear. Our favorite yoga master for man has reached out to Big E and <sighs> hope that he will help. Yes, Diamond Dallas Page has answered a call. He tweeted yeah. on Saturday with after last night's SmackDown, my heart goes out to my brother, Big E. If you need me, brother, I got you. After Ciampa or Ivar WWE got done with their broken neck rehab, they both came to my crib and stayed a few days with me to DDPY rebuild Diamond. Um, Austin Creed wins has my number. Buff Bugwell is currently staying in DDP's house to help stay clean. Yeah, that's that too. And I love Buff, Buff Bagwell. He was, man... Yeah, he I, was he, he was the stuff. I'm just saying, I was I was a guy, but when it came to um NWO, Buff Bagwell, no Buff Bagwell and uh, Steiner, if if that was ever close to turning on WWE for WCW, that was it. Like those that duo right there. And who didn't do the Buff Bagwell um, yeah. pose Dude. and the walk? <laughs> yeah. Buffing the stuff, and if you're not me, you're not just not enough. Oh man! Like the only reason the NWO <laughs> had a lot of, um, yeah, was it called the, the only reason the NWO had a lot of um, views was because Buff Bagwell was like all Absolutely. in the screens, like ah yeah yeah, doing all kinds of stuff. Everybody else just standing With around. He's hat. just <laughs> like a freaking child moving yes. around the ring, like Shawn Michaels and DX. He just mm-hmm. move around the ring. Buff Bagwell be like, uh um, <laughs> that one time they gave um who was it? One of either Lex Luger or Goldberg or somebody, like they couldn't get near um NWO. Like they'd have it'd be like a what, uh sixty feet um 
Oh, yeah, like a restraining order. A restraining order? Yeah. So Buff, Buff starts counting from the ring all the way to the entrance. And he's yeah. like, yeah, from here, boss, from yeah. here. And then right behind him, he gets attacked by him. It's like, oh, yeah. you, you, you got over the line, dude. You know? Why would you do that? No, they were definitely the most fun. They Buff were. Agwell and then I remember when I, I was um, still in Sacramento, my friend, uh, I know, he was your friend, whoever was mine, so I knew German. I knew you remember him. Yeah, um, yeah. We made bats. I made, I don't remember who made which, but we each made, one made a black and white NWO bat, a red and black NWO bat. I think you guys told me about that. Yeah. So we did it with the school. stencils and the spray That's paint. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, I mean, come on, man. There was, and me and him always used to pretend. I used to pretend like I was Buff Bagwell and he was Scott Steiner. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't, and neither one of us were like either one of those guys. I was a big fat guy and in, in, in Josh, skinny guy, but. Like short skinny there guy over there. Yeah, the short skinny guy and a big fat <laughs> black guy. But we were oh. above, <laughs> we were above Bagwell and Scott Scott. So it's okay. <laughs> I used to pretend I was X Pac anyway, so it's okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I had the long hair. I had the beard. You, I I had. You did have the long I, hair back then. I remember. I told that. told the teacher to suck it. <laughs> you had the the goatee. I apologize, teachers. But you know, I told the people to suck it on live TV. We're I'm good. sure you did. I'm I, sure I you did. Didn't never caught caught, but okay. <laughs> All right. So I've been following the control your narrative story, which is a new wrestling promotion coming up from Adam okay. Shear, formerly Braun Strowman. Oh wow! And wow. EC3 or TNA fans, Ethan Carter III. They finally opened up their wrestling promotion, CYN or Control Your Narrative, and they come with with the rules, and these rules are ridiculous. No more. I'm going to list them off, and you tell me if these guys will even make it. Okay, let's hear it. Rule number one, you are in control. Okay. Rule number two, rule number two, you are in control. Sure. So they're basically listing off the first two rules of fight. Yeah, already <laughs> sounds like they're. Yeah. Okay. Number three. <laughs> Number three. Fights end when you tap out, get knocked out, can't stand or quit. Okay. Sanction matches can end via pinfall. Sure. What? What? How can sanction matches? Anyway, go ahead. Unsanctioned matches are fights. Tap okay. out, get knocked out. So are they pretending to be UFC? Okay, go ahead. Exactly what I said. Uh, <laughs> okay, just keep going. Keep going. Number four, standard professional wrestling rules apply for sanctioned matches. Chaos sure. ensues in the project pit. They have a project pit. Uh, I don't know what okay. that is, but yeah. it sounds dangerous already. Let's go. It sounds... Go ahead. Uh, no super kicks. No. Okay, Shawn no. Michaels, man. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, man. Sorry, Shawn Michaels. Everybody from All Elite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Elite is out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Adam Cole's out. 
Uh, every indie, every indie wrestler. Yeah, now. pretty much. Hey, yeah. Uh, okay. No, we see does. All the luchadors are out. Yeah. yeah. So. And no Canadian uh, destroyers. Well, PD Williams, yeah. there was your chance. Yeah, yeah. These keywords are hashtag. But I have a chance now. It sounds like I have a chance. It's like. Just fight. <laughs> that's all you gotta do. I mean, if that's the case, hey, I, I'll get my ass kicked for a paycheck. Um, no rule number six. It gets all spiritual over here. Uh, the fight isn't with your opponent. It is with yourself. Okay, so they're gonna bring Bruce Lee back from the dead. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> hey, why so, not? So kick your own ass. What the fuck? Sure, hey. Or, or either that or... What was that? When when um, uh, Creed when he fought, go. Remember, it was it's not against you. It's against you. It's not against the opponent. It's against yourself. So, uh, yeah. Creed. Rule number seven. Yeah, with all the Russia stuffs going on, you know okay. that's what they're going for. Anyway. Rule number seven. <laughs> Fights will go on as long as they have to. Cool. So I guess they must have a lot of money to pay the the cable station. <laughs> hey, that's okay. It's gonna go around for the next three hours. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Sanction matches hit their times. Yeah, we. Oh, sank. Oh, I see. Okay, so. So sanction matches are fifteen minutes. Quote unquote. Obviously. An hour. Uh, um, okay. F- fights will go as long as they have to. It's like sure. if you quit, blah blah blah. Okay, fine. If you don't, hey, keep going. Hey, keep fighting. Why not? Keep fighting. Hey guys, if you, we're cutting <laughs> your paycheck now. <laughs> Rule number eight: If you want to control your narrative, you have to fight. Okay. Your I mean, first makes... your first night of Fight Club, you have to fight basically. Sure. Hey, if you want to control your fight, you have to fight. Okay, well, hey, I'll be down there. Uh, down to Maryland, we can go down to Florida. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> Adam Shear noted last week that CYN would not have dorks doing choreographed dance. Hmm. Who the hell is dancing in WWE and AEW? I have no idea. Oh, I guess shit. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> So far, these are the three names advertised for this show. Um, Braun Strowman, EC3, and Killer Cross. On March eleventh, okay. on March eleventh, Fandango announced he is now part of the team. Ooh, Fandango, yeah, wow. And wow. we'll be going as Dirty Dango. No, yeah. wow, yeah. <laughs> there are God, no details. Well. There are no details yet. On I wasn't when gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna Go. order that, but when you told me he was dirty, Nango, I oh wow, yeah, no, I'm still not gonna order it. I'm a fan. <laughs> sign, sign me up. <laughs> I saw him with his short. He looks like any basic hillbilly from Central Florida. Dirty Dango. Yeah, no, we're not <laughs> doing that. But their next show will be on March 31st during WrestleMania weekend. Per their get- official, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Let me tell you something, and I and please put this in the recording. I would pay more for Dirty Dango's OnlyFans than I would pay for God. Dirty Dango to wrestle. Put that in the recording, please. Okay? I'll do you one better. I'll put this in the teaser. Put it in whatever you want. Let's I'm go. I'm just telling you. 
I don't go. want to see a man dirty dangle strip <laughs> if I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's where we're going. <laughs> I forgot where I was. CYS completely <laughs> independent of any wrestling promotion set to an original score. CYN blends professional wrestling, <laughs> cinema, and harsh reality in what will become the true definition of creative freedom for an industry that is desperately needs it and any performing that truly seeks it. There you go. So we've heard the rules and we've heard the basis as well as no dorks choreographed Oof. dancing. Yeah. And now for the matches announced for that night. The Dallas CYN event will also feature the in-ring debut of Cross. Killer Cross, whatever you want to call him now. The following lineup has been announced. EC3 and the Titan, Adam Shearer versus Eric Redbeard or Eric uh, Rowan. And Damo, Damo, uh, <laughs> formerly known as Killian Dane from NXT. Um, Austin Aries, asshole. Um, oh, yeah, him? Yeah, he's an ass. Uh, versus Weston Blake. <laughs> Versus Weston Blake, formerly known as Wesley Blake. Don't remember him. Flip Gordon from AEW. Was he in AEW? I don't remember. Versus Dirty Dango. <laughs> Killer Cross versus Vincent uh, with Bill Carr and Bateman of the Righteous. They're from um, Impact. The Project Pit, CYN's unique take on a 5 versus 5 elimination match. Uh, appearances by Marina Shafir. A mystery, nostalgic name from the past. Um, I'm guessing it, by the looks of how this is going to be set up, I'm just going to guess it's going to be um, what's his name from... Uh, I forgot his name already. I had it. <laughs> uh, Mick Foley's best friend. That oh, could be anyone. You're not talking about... It, Terry Funk. There it is. Oh my god, are you serious? I'm guessing... Mystery God. nostalgic name from the past, Jesus. and it's all about punching and all this stuff. And where's it at? Dallas. Oh God! Uh, but the dude is older than. Oh, it's possible. I'm just gonna call it's it right possible. now. It's gonna be Terry Funk. Other He's emerging young talent projects and more. <laughs> He's older than the state of Texas. God damn. <laughs> okay, we'll see. <laughs> Oh, uh, and that's all the news we have for you. <laughs> NXT was interesting this week, and the ratings went up from the last two weeks, so let me tell you why. Huh. <laughs> yeah, please tell me. <laughs> the show opens up with The Miz. Hey! Oh, did he get uh, pushed down, or what's going on with that? For a developmental company, they sure need their voice from the main monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Miss TV, and he brings out the new NXT champion, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, who came out with what looked like the outsider's entrance with the Scott Hall surfer walk and pointing at each other. Oh. Ziggler gets in the ring and welcomes Miz and Miss TV to his show. His show now, basically. Yeah. yeah. Ziggler and Rude joked that they knocked out Braun last week, and now they're the new NXT champion. Both of them. Huh. 
We have okay. co-champions again, just the same way we had the co-king of the ring winners with Edge and Christian. All right, so they're doing that cheap, cheap heat. Okay, that's fine. Outwalks LA. All right, Outwalks LA Knight to a huge pop, possibly the next in line. But we did say last week of the rumors that Knight could be going to the main roster. So maybe this is just a take on Ziggler and then move up because Ziggler can just make anyone look good. That's true. Yeah. All right. Um, North American title qualifying match. As stated last week, Carmelo Hayes said he was going to have a ladder match for his North American championship. And the first match on NXT was a qualifying match to be that in that match. Uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams came out, did the two sweet in front of the camera, did the surfer walk, did the whole pointing at each other. Yeah. Too sweet. And head to the commentator's booth. Uh, match of, first match of the night, Santos Escobar defeated Cameron Grimes. Um, Legado del Fantasma, which means Legacy of the Ghost, is Santos' group consisting of Raul Mendoza, Joaquin Wilde, who used to be Zima Ion, or DJ Z back in TNA, when he was doing his thing with the bro man. Remember those guys? <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. If you want to remind me. <laughs> and, and the ace of spade and only female in the group, Electra Lopez. After the match was over, Santos and the rest of the Legacy squad looked down at Mello and Trick ready to fight. They said, let's go. A-Kid defeated Kushida. I had no idea who A-Kid was. Just some guy from NXT UK. Sure you like, did. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Sh showing up. <laughs> I Another know was either. Another qualifying match to the ladder match as Dan and Deliver. Kushida is now an enhancement talent, I'm guessing, by the amount of losses this guy has been in. Yeah. Um, this wouldn't have been happening had Triple H been in charge. Just saying. Get well soon, boss. Yeah. <laughs> Backstage segment with Santo, who's celebrating his leg his win with the Legacy, and is wearing a shirt with the group initial shaped like the Mexican flag. Kind of like the LWO. Can't hate that. And, or in this case, a tribute to the NBO. Yeah, that's about right. time. They could bring that back for a or two. Right, yeah. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Yeah. He gets on the mic and tells everyone he is the best luchador of all time. Hmm. I wonder who's hmm. going to come in here right <laughs> now after saying that word, luchador. Yes, jump. Scott, I guess. No, it's too soon for that. And, no, it's not. Enter the no? Mysterios. <laughs> Ray we'll and Dominic, see. Ray and Dominic show up on NXT. There you go. All of Legacy are marking out. Yeah. Dominic, Dominic tells Santos his father is the greatest luchador of all time, and Ray tells him that his son is the future of luchadors. All three men start laughing. Why not? Dominic. <laughs> Great. Bring Ray in to bury the Mexican talent. Well, you yeah. know, you know, you never know. Every every empire has to come to an end eventually, right? I mean, there was a time where the empire owned a lot of, the, you know, and they came to an end. So who knows? You know, WWE for us, like obviously, I was a WWE WWF fan from the '80s. But who's to say, right? I mean, just because it's what we know doesn't mean it has to be. The world knows. Who knows, right? Hey. 
Maybe that would defect. At this point, we may finally get the brand extension lottery again with all three brands since they're bringing main roster wrestler up for ratings. Mm. You just don't know. Who's to say? Oh, hey, let's go for a one-minute match for female wrestlers. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton defeated Saray. Uh, that's the one-minute freaking match right there. Oh, okay. Before the match <laughs> even begins, Saray has been has seen walking backstage towards the ring, and Tiffany blindsides her, takes her to the ring, and the match already started. Saray does mm-hmm. one move. Tiffany counters, pushes her to the corner, and does a hand-flip splash. Thing that every gymnast in the history of WWE ever does. Sure. Goes to, <laughs> goes to the top rope and hits a spinning Bader bomb move. And yeah, they called it a spinning Bader bomb move. They <sighs> gotta call it something. Rest it's in peace, Bader. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bader. I guess he's going to the Hall of Fame, but hey, I'm not gonna. Say um, too sweet, but here's for you, Vader. Yeah, but he lives. Yeah. Up, all right. I mean, hey, Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa's next. Does an interview that I didn't even listen to. So like, all right, cool. No. You're just gonna tell him that you're gonna beat them up. Still. And before he leaves, he shouts out Scott Hall by staring at a sign that reads, "Hey yo, rest in peace, Scott Hall." Awesome. He walks away doing the Scott <laughs> Hall surfer walk. Everybody doing the surfer walk tonight. Sure, because, hey. I mean, you got to make yourself relevant. Hey, surfer walk, yeah. If you can't make yourself relevant, why not on the back of a guy who died? <laughs> Indy Hartwell defeated Persia Perota. Uh, this match turned into a whole other thing that, whatever. Not going to mention it. Dominic Mysterio defeated Raul Mendoza. <laughs> Nobody wanted this match, and I guess the fans were hot and booed. Dominic enchanted, you don't go here. Because he don't. I love my golden black brand fans. Electra Lopez gets on the mat and tries to distract Dominic with her, um... Yeah. Dominic is all like, hey, oh, uh, yeah, hi. Ray's all like, no, mijo, no, don't look at that. <laughs> <laughs> out, out comes Fallon Henley to pull Electra off the ring apron. The other two members of Legado show up, and then Fallon has backup by the NXT versions of Georgia Florida line. Mm. <clears throat> no, mm. no. Yeah. Forgot their names already. I'm just going to name every um, top country music uh, band that I can think of Brooks and Dunn, Florida go. Georgia line. There you go. Georgia, that Florida line? Good. Florida, Georgia line. One of, one of those. One of those. Dom hits a 619 on Mendoza, goes to the top rope, does the shimmy in honor of his father, Eddie Guerrero, and then hits the frog splash for the win. That's all you need. <laughs> After the match, Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett play us their <laughs> Scott Hall tribute. Yay! Tribute. <laughs> Back from the tribute, Cora Jade has been messing with the Toxic Attraction girls, attacking each one of them one by one. She tried doing it to Mandy Rose by getting in her car, but Mandy was in the back seat and attacked Cora Jade. She took her out of the car and knocked her out, turning her face down. Seconds later, she was spray painting the Toxic Attraction logo over her back with white spray paint. 
tribute to Scott Hall. Right, I was going to say, yeah, NWO. <laughs> NWO for life. I, I love that they did that at the last moment. Back from the break, the Creed Brothers, who seemed to be a 2.0 version of the Steiner Brothers, hit the ring hmm. and demand to know who attacked them last week. So they call out MSK. And uh, the music hits, and MSK come out wearing black and white NWO shirts. GP. No. They do the two sweet. <laughs> Wesley hits the crowd with the hey yo. MSK claim it wasn't them. They were going to give them the title shot if they won. The huh. crowd chants bullshit, of course. Yeah, exactly. Im- Imperium is seen on, t- on the stage on top of the crowd and tell them at stand deliver it will be a triple threat match for the tag team titles. Wow. I agree with the crowd at that point. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler defeated LA Knight for the NXT Championship. Oh, looks I like going it looks like going forward Dolph Ziggler's finisher is now the mixed martial arts kick. What else? Sweet. Nothing's stronger than the mixed martial arts kick. Nothing is ever stronger than mixed Nothing's martial ever arts stronger kick. than that. Mixed martial arts kick rules. Look, <laughs> let me tell you something. Me, as a pro wrestling fan since 1988, I'm going to tell you something. The only martial arts kick is the leg drop from Hogan. Nothing. Mm, I, can, I, can, I can do you one better, sir. <laughs> An Come elbow on, drop. An elbow drop from The Rock. <laughs> oh, maybe elbow drop from Macho Man. <laughs> oh. But when he pinned you, you kicked out. When The Rock pinned you, you that's like, true. man, that's a people yeah. elbow. I can't, I can't get out of that one. Okay, how... Well, Alright, you got me this time, but I'll see you next time. Uh, Braun Breaker hits the ring and Braun Breaker sounds like Harry Potter whatever (laughs) I tried making a joke here Braun Breaker hits the ring and makes the point to hit the ring step with his fist ooh he's pissed he's up yeah he's mad that That means business grabs the mic and starts yelling which sounds just like his uncle Scotty (laughs) do it he wants his rematch at Stand and Deliver and punches Rude in the face. He's oh. pissed off. He didn't punch Dolph. He punched Rude. Well, let me just ask you. Is it just me or when you hear something about a Braun Breaker, do you expect a crossover and a slam dunk? Braun Breaker. I mean. I expect is... him to break stuff. What's that? Well, you know, Braun LeBron. I, I hear Braun Breaker, LeBron Breaker. So, like. Yeah, no? LeBron. Sure. Because who, who is Braun? He's Breaking Braun. Who the hell is Braun in WWE? Breaking Bad. Braun Strowman? Braun. Oh. Is he Breaking Braun Strowman? Is it an insult to him? Like, what's going on here? We're going to call him Braun Breaker. Okay. Braun Strowman is not so going to know So maybe he's coming him. back in a couple months then. Wow. And that's going to be the set. Break Braun. I'm Braun. You can't break me. <laughs> Braun broke Braun. We'll Dolph, ro- Dolph raises the NXT title and agrees to the match, and the show goes off the air. There you go. And it was about time. It was about time. <laughs> uh, and finally, AEW Dynamite had a lot of Scott Hall reference that night, that night as well. And it should be, as it should be. Jim Ross opens the show with Hey Yo! 
Yeah. Not okay. Adam Cole and Red Dragon defeated Adam Page and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Um, you ever seen Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? No. And so I Jungle Boy that. is what the name actually means. Luchasaurus is a guy dressed in a in a um, dinosaur mask. Oh wow! So yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Page and Jungle Express hit a triple moonsault in the opening minutes of the match that made the crowd pop. There was a moment where Paige Kid picked up Cole over his shoulders, and Luchasaurus picked up Kyle O'Reilly over his shoulders, and Jungle Boy went up to the top rope and did a doomsday device double clothesline on both of them. Nice. They should have ended the match, with, but Bobby Fish interrupted the count. Ah. Just, damn, that should have been it right there. Yeah, that should have been the end. And didn't bother watching the rest of the match. That should have been it. And I said, nope, I can't watch anything after this. Uh, backstage, Keith Lee is being interviewed, and Ricky Starks tells Keith Lee he needed to be reminded on Friday that Rampage was his show. Mm. Keith Lee told him just why he looked like a bitch when he punched him. <laughs> Keith Lee is a man. Powerhouse Hawes was the only one who actually did the work with a pine buster on Keith oh. Lee. Um, John Moxley and Brian Danielson defeated Wheeler Yuta and Chuck Taylor. Huh. Uh, okay, you're. I don't know. Let's. I want to hear what you have to say about this. During the match, Jim Ross compared Mox and Danielson to Arn and Tully. Ooh, ooh. Mm. Uh, two words too soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Ooh. when Tully's been fired already yeah. from AEW. Yeah, no. I, uh, like, no. how is Tully going to come back and defend himself <laughs> with that? Right, yeah. And no, our, yeah. <laughs> no. No, okay. No. <laughs> I, I mean, Jim Ross has never been wrong, you know, mixed martial arts mm-hmm. kick and all. Well, yeah, he needs to, yeah, no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> After the match, back to WrestleMania, nine. WrestleMania nine for that one. <laughs> after after the match, Wheeler Yuta went back to the ring to shake hands with William Regal, who slapped him across the face and told him to walk out of the ring before he does something he was going to regret. While Danielson and Mox watched on, it's almost as Yuta wanted to leave his stable, the best friends, and join Regal's team, but gets slapped in the face. Well, I'm, think- I'm thinking it could be an initiation process. Yeah, I was going to say, pro wrestling, you know, you never know. If you can handle getting slapped by Mr. Regal and not do anything back, then yes, you are a part of the team. Maybe that's the initiation. You didn't fight In- back. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of Tully Blanchard, FTR, formerly the revival of F the Revival, fired Tully as their manager last week. Mm. After doing so, one of them tweeted Bret Hart and asked what he was doing mm. these days. Oh, love there to see that. Yeah, I mean, the Owen Hart Invitational is coming up. Might as well bring in Bret Hart. Yeah, I love Bret Hart. Man, I would love to see that. Hart and Revival go way back. Revival was one of the guys punching the asshole that jumped Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. We all saw that. (laughs) Punch, punch, uppercut, uppercut. Uh, Jericho's music hits. Everyone's still singing the song, even if he's a heel now. He don't care. We don't care. We'll still sing it. 
he don't care. We don't care. We'll still sing it. <laughs> he comes out with the rest of his new group. Yeah. They get on the mic, and it turns into a 10-minute shoot promo. Oh, boy. You ready for this? I'm You're going to love it. Be. You're going to love it. <laughs> you guys love that song, don't you? <laughs> Give me an ad right now. Jeez, coming you up here dick. Well, let me let me ask you something real quick. Uh, just to take it back to the past, if you will. Was he introducing again? Um, it doesn't matter who he was introducing. Wow. Really? <laughs> <laughs> How you like that? <laughs> Throwback Friday. There you go. <laughs> Can't believe I fell for that one. You fell, for it, so you better Here's put the, that in the recording. Here's the rest of it. <laughs> Think about this: the Earth has been around for four and a half billion years, and yet you are lucky enough to be alive during the Chris Jericho era. How fortunate are you, right? You're welcome for that. Think about this, too. For over 30 years, you have been living vicariously through me as I take you through classic five-star matches, riveting promos, angles and storylines you'll never forget. Hell, companies including this one. If there was no Chris Jericho, there'd be no AEW. It's true. I helped build the company. I carried it on my back for the first three months of his existence. No Jericho, no you. You're welcome. But instead of praising me, you undermine me. You take me for granted. You insult me on social media. I read what you write. It's very hurtful. Very hurtful. You've got the greatest total package performer in the history of this business right here, and you don't appreciate me. You don't appreciate me. 
The roster of AEW doesn't appreciate me. The inner circle never appreciated me. Sammy Guevara walked out on me. Santana and Ortiz disrespected me. And their little buddy, Eddie Kingston, had the audacity to embarrass me on national pay-per-view by making me tap out. Listen, you can cheer for him all you want. He's not coming out. They're probably not coming out here ever again, thanks to us, okay? Keep that in mind. They don't appreciate me, but these men do. And that's why we are the Jericho Appreciation Society. We appreciate each other, because we realize very quickly we can't relate to the rest of the AEW roster. We aren't like the rest of the AEW roster because they're nothing more than pro wrestlers. And a pro wrestler has never been legendary. A pro wrestler has never been a millionaire. And as a legendary millionaire many times over, the only reason I was able to do it is because I am not a pro wrestler. I am a sports entertainer. I just heard you say something, and I just gotta get this off my chest real quick. If you're gonna stand here and call yourself a sports entertainer, well then I am too. My name is Daniel Garcia, and I am a sports Entertainer. The epitome of a sports entertainer right here. Daniel Garcia, the mask of the Red Death, a man more horrifying and terrifying than anything Edgar Allan Poe could ever think of. But why does he appreciate me? I'll tell you why. January 6th, 2019, a group of independent wrestlers were in a terrible car crash in Buffalo. One of them shattered his tibia, his tibia. They said he'd never walk again. They said he'd never wrestle again. When I heard about this, even though I had met none of these men, I donated thousands of dollars to their recovery. And not only did that man heal his tibia and fibia, learn to walk and come back to this business, that man was this guy right here, Daniel Garcia. He appreciates me. Then you got Matt Lee and Jeff Parker 2.0. And by the way, that's a stupid name from Bad Creative and you'll never hear it again. We don't use made-up names in the Jericho Appreciation Society. We use our real names. Daniel Garcia, Jake Hager, Chris Jericho. And now these two men are gonna use their new names, real names from now on. Daddy Magic Matt Menard and Cool Hand Ange Angelo Parker. And why do they appreciate me? 
About a year ago, I got a call from my former best friend, Kevin, who said, hey, I need some help with some buddies of mine who just got fired. Can you please put them on talk as Jericho so they can maybe get a job? So I brought these two men into my house. I'd never met them before. And at the end of that podcast, I realized these guys have passion. These guys have desire. I want to try and get them a job. And look what happens. AEW hires them. They are here. That's why they appreciate me. And then I got the big man right here. My ride or die, Jake Hager. This man has had my back since 2010. We've traveled the world together. We've broke bread together. He saved my life in Dubai. He's always been the one man I could trust. He's my closest advisor. He's my closest confidant. He is the hand of the king. And hand of the king, tell him who we are and what we do. We are the JAS. And we beat up pro wrestlers. So there you have it. Reinvention of the master manipulator and the last true genius in this business, Chris Jericho. And remember this date, March 16th. 2022, because this is the day that the new era begins in AEW, the era of the sports entertainer. This is the Jericho Appreciation Society, and that, that's entertainment. Interesting, uh... Delivery, interesting presentation by Chris Jericho. Sports entertainment is like a forbidden word. What do you think of that? I liked it. I like to hear that old classic Jericho from the 90s. <laughs> Most definitely. All right, moving on along. Scorpio Sky defeated Wardlow, of course. MJF. Of course, comes out and interferes with the match, punches him with the ring. Scorpio Sky takes advantage of it and pins Wardlow with the roll up, with the wrestling move. Sure, (laughs) way to bury Wardlow already. Yeah, we don't need him. Okay, (laughs) boys defeated Private Party. They actually let House Party guys wrestle and hang with the boys getting going for a commercial break. During the match, Matt went for Razor's Edge on Cassidy, but he got out of it real quick. Yeah. I can just see Jeff Hardy going solo with the amount of crowd reaction he got here. Already. Like, eh, hey, Daddy. Jeff, we like you. We want you to be solo. Matt, sorry. You got to go. We're going to release him. Thanks for bringing us Jeff, though. Yeah, I think Matt was just, he was just a view to bring the. The guy they wanted. Yeah, pretty much. It was really weird seeing Jeff without a shirt on here when earlier I was watching WrestleMania 18 and the man was pale. Andrade, the Butcher, and the Blade show up to attack the Hardys, which in turn Sting and Darby Allen come out to make the save, and now everybody's leaving. Yeah, so there you go. So I think they'll run a program for about six weeks, but 
at the end of the day, I think they Jeff. Cool. And finally, Thunder Rosa defeated Britt Baker for the AEW oh, Women's yeah. World Championship in a steel cage match. Sure. And for Thunder Rosa's entrance, we get the sixth woman, Mariachi, singing Thunder Rosa out. <laughs> they show footage of the lights out and a sanctioned match from the two a year or so ago with a bloody Britt Baker losing that match. Britt Baker comes out wearing a red coat, but with the white and black gear as a tribute to Scott Hall. Yeah. With with the white dripping off the black. Mm. X-Pac tweeted her and said, I see you, Britt Baker. Praying hands emoji. They all saw her. Yeah. Thunder, Thunder Rosa basically went to work on Britt Baker by dragging her face all over the steel cage. And within minutes of the match, there's blood. That's what we came here to see. Blood. Exactly. Steel cage, gotta have the I really tried to watch the picture in picture during the commercial, but I really wanted to get that reaction, so I just fast forward it. Huh. Britt Baker brings in the chairs and Thunder Rosa uses them on Britt. Thunder Rosa is now bleeding from her face from the commercial break. We miss everything. Um there was a moment in the match where Britt Baker mixed martial arts kicks the referee by accident. And you can hear Jim Ross calling it. Oh no, sweet chin! Oh, now you want to say that? Sweet chin martial arts kick thingy. Then they throw him out of the ring. <laughs> Britt says, "Britt sets up a tower of chairs to throw Rosa into. Sets her up, sets her up on the top rope. Rosa recovers and counters, throwing Britt on the chairs, which turn oh. into a nasty bump." Oh. oh man, even I was hurting. <laughs> She's gonna need a lot of chiropractic therapy after yeah. that one. Uh well, like it took it took her no, she did the whole uh and didn't even land on the mat yeah. just yet. She stood on that chair for a minute and then dropped. <laughs> oh, that back is gonna hurt. Uh you think she would sell that move, but within seconds she's up. And grabbing thumbtacks from under the ring and introduces yeah. him in the ring to drop Rose on top of. That's how good she is. A lot of counter moves. Rosa powerbomb Britt on the tax and then hits a thunder driver on the tax to secure the win. Female referee legit hit that three count on top of those fake thumbtacks. Yeah. They're fake. Everything of Randy Orton. How about that? Okay. Thunder Rosa <laughs> celebrating in the ring with balloons and streamers coming down because that's how you're supposed to celebrate. Exactly. Take note, Lex Luger. Yeah, Lex Luger. 20 years. If you. Yeah, anyway. 20 years and we're still making that joke. I don't 20 care. years. <laughs> Dustin <laughs> Rose comes out to embrace the winner. Reason for this was because they were in Texas. So let's yeah. have a Texan embrace another Texan. Sure. Stone Cold was busy that day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's on a contract to somebody else. We put out the question of the week. What are your top wrestlers, either heel or face, that were top guys in their era and in their company but never got the big belt? The World Championship in WWE or the WWE Championship? Again, keep in mind, growing up, we only watched two companies, one in WWE and the other in WWE. 
this list is going to be controversial to some, and it's going to have a lot of people saying bullshit, but I think the list I did indeed ended up being another uh, 80s and 90s guys. So maybe it would be another list for the Millennium guys, the new era guys. Yeah. All right, so I gave myself some rules as to how I should pick these. Number one, Vince loves loyalty, so pick the guys that stayed there longer than a year. Or Bischoff. I don't know why I just said Vince, but okay. <laughs> After that, there shouldn't be a reason why I didn't get a shot or a chance to become one. So my number 10. Rick Rude and WCW and WWE. Ooh. Number 10, Kay. Rick Rude. Wow. Right off the bat. Let's, let's start off with the lead. I'm putting him at number 10 because he really did a, cause a lot of ruckus to get where he's at. Hmm. He the top heel everywhere everywhere he went. Not one time did he turn face in WWE for three years. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up in WWE for another three years and tried going after the big belt. He was a hmm. three WCW International Heavyweight Champion with only time fight with the big world heavyweight championship belt, but he never won that. Mm. He lost. The sad thing here is that he took a bump from Sting, which caused him to end his career so soon. In WWE, he was a one-time Intercontinental Champion, feuding with Ultimate Warrior, and then later on with Rowdy Rowdy Piper. The guy was popular when he left. We all knew who he was. So when he made his way to WWE, you would think they would have given him that push. They gave him a United States Championship when he defeated Sting. Some matches with Ricky Steamboat, but they didn't push the button on him when he faced WWE World Heavyweight Champion Ron Simmons mm-hmm. on different occasions. On April 17, 1993, on the Spring Stampede pay-per-view show he, show, he legit injured his back in a match against Sting. He retired shortly thereafter, only making appearances in ECW as a color commentator and in WWE as a member of DX um, mm. manager. Finishing his career in WWE as a member of the NWO and most notably known as the only person to show up on both broadcasts of Monday Night Raw and WWE Monday Nitro at the same time. Um, I also got a little bit of the Pro Wrestling Illustrated what he was doing at that year. Um, voted him, PWI voted him most hated wrestler of the year in 1992. PWI ranked him number four in the PWA 500 in 1992. Hmm. Not, not bad. Oh, wow. Dang. I well, because my number ten. Uh, I I mean I feel like your number ten was controversial. Mine is Magnum TA. Whoa. Yeah. Hey. Because he never got a chance to fulfill his potential, though. He didn't. He he won, but the fact is that he didn't get a chance. He didn't. um, Out of the ring reasons. Of course, I was looking him up as well because I was going through those lists. Like, Magnum TA is one of them. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, like, why didn't he get one? But then I looked at my rules. Like, they have to be right. there more than a year. So, like, when I looked okay. it up, like, oh, okay. Well, I see. Uh, I'm, yeah, he would have been on my list. I would have yeah, okay. put him, like, at the top five. But still, it's like, he would have okay. been on my list. Well, I guess, I guess my rules weren't as stringent as yours, but. Absolutely. I gave number myself, ten. I gave myself some rules. Number ten go. is for me, anyway. 
for you. I'm not as, like I said, it's not as stringent as yours. My number 10 has got to be Magnum TA. There's no way. If he would have had five more years on his champion, uh, on his career, he would have been number one. He would have been number He would have went one more year. He would have caught the championship. He would have been a champion for four years straight. Longest championship reign. That's my. Uh, they were grooming that's what him I'm for calling. that. Yeah. yeah, they were grooming him for that. They were yeah, ready to push that button. They said, we want you to be the next champion. Yeah. And doing so, he was in a massive car accident. Right. Which uh, wrapped around the tree. Yeah. He couldn't walk. The same thing that happened to Big E. Um, they said his C10 or C9, one of those, um, fractured. And then... Um, he was in a feud with Nikita Koloff. Koloff, was it him? No. And during that time, Nick, they they went, um, they pushed the panic button. They turned mm-hmm. Nikita Koloff face because of that. Yeah. And he um, did a tribute to Magnum TA for that. So yeah. your biggest enemy did a tribute for you, basically. It, right. And unfortunately, they couldn't put a steel plate in his neck to knock out opponents, so he wasn't oh. the next narcissist. But anyway. Ulex Alexander. <laughs> he, uh, no bus for you. <laughs> always making of Alexander always making fun of Alexander Luther on this always. broadcast. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Alexander Luger. Uh, well, yeah. No yeah, bus for same you. Same thing. Same difference. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Yeah, moving on, number nine. Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect Yo. in Ooh. WWE. I'm... My God, what? No, go ahead. It's your it's your list. Right Wait now. until you see the top five. This Ooh. is why I put him. Hey, I put him there. I put him there. He's That's fine. good. It's your he's list. great. It's not my list. He's, he's great. Oh. Kurt Henning in 19, from 1998 to 1988 through 1996. Okay. Mr. Perfect deserved that championship belt. He was top face and top heel. Hmm. And still, yet they gave him the belt to people who would eventually leave for movies anyway. Sure. Another guy who feuded with the top face and should have gotten that opportunity. (laughs) And I get they wanted to protect their company. They wanted to protect the business. But you give him a name like Mr. Perfect and he's a heel. You should be able to give him that. Mm -hmm. He then held the Intercontinental Championship twice which was the workhorse belt, the secondary belt, but it still doesn't count. He wrestled and faced people no. that would become top guys. Bret Hart, Razor Ramon, Randy Savage, Ric Flair, and Shawn Michaels. Unfortunately, and this is why I have him at number nine, he mm. started having back problems by 1991 okay. when he suffered a broken tailbone and bulged disc and had to retire. So he okay. retired in 91, but he still wrestled sporadically. Um... He was a manager to Ric Flair, wrestled a match teaming with Randy Savage, but later on would mostly be in losing situations against Shawn Michaels and our favorite, Alexander Luger. <laughs> <laughs> Had it not been for his back, bad back, we would have gotten to see a perfect push for the top gold, especially in the era where Hulk Hogan left for the movies and WWE. Mm-hmm. Just imagine him versus Bret Hart, Yokozuna, Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels, Owen Hart, Razor Ramon, Tatanka, Bam Bam Bigelow, and feuding with the Million Dollar Corporation. 
Okay. He was he was PWA most PWI most improved wrestler in 1997. Sure. Number number nine of the PWI top 500 in 1993. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. All right. Yeah. But let's go. You're talking about 1997. Now, here is going to be again. If you're old like me, if you're young like. Ernie here. You might not appreciate it. Oh, Barry Wyndham. Oh, not bad. Barry Wyndham. Come on. Where? 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 1993. In if WWE? No. Okay, it had to be 100%. No, NWA, but his 1993 run into WCW. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So, like, I, I will, I will, I will give you that. Percent of his run probably was NWA, but the the twenty percent was in WCW. Absolutely. Barry Windham. Now, I, okay, if you're talking about just strictly WCW WWE, okay, no. But come on, this guy easily transitioned into WCW into one of the big twos. Barry Wendell? Held the... Yeah. You, you disagree. I don't I hear disagree. The... I hear you laughing. I don't disagree. Like, you do disagree. Damn, I, I was... No, not no, the number where he's at. He's fine. Totally fine. I'm saying it's he's a... not my number one, but he's I hear not. the laugh. I hear the laugh. <laughs> like, I would never have chosen him. Like Wendell, the fact, why not? I wasn't into he was the a guy. technical guy. Was he a popular guy? No. Was he a t-shirt selling guy? Was he? Was he gonna make you spend three hundred dollars on a championship belt at a live event? Hell no. But was he not a guy who was consistent? Was he consistent in his character? He was. He was consistent. Was he a ten guy? No. He was never a one guy either. But guy every day, every night, every night. That he, he, was, he was. He was. He was a middle. He was a middle. Absolutely, seven to nine. Was he a seven? Was he guy every time he wrestled around there. Would Somewhere you ever put him below seven? No. Okay. Above seven, yes. Above eight. Above seven, yes. Around eight, yes. Around eight. Okay, there you go. So for not me, my number one, not my number nine or ten, though. No, like, not oh, my number one. Okay. He's definitely my number nine. Okay. Barry Wyndham. Wow, we're going to have so much fun with these, <laughs> aren't we? Okay. And if you're listening and you disagree with our list, tell us why. Send us a message. Send us a voicemail. Come on. Tell us your favorite. <laughs> well, I'll probably start putting in um everybody that uh, answered that in that um chat room and just say off their names like hey I mentioned you on the podcast check it out because uh, they're going to be upset I don't care wow <laughs> they, they, really? they, named some, they named some of these and it's like alright cool we'll see okay. how that goes I tell you what do your number 8 beat, Num- beat Barry Wyndham for number 8 do number 8, eight. Ah, alright we'll see number 8 Rowdy Rowdy Piper hmm 1984. Popularity-wise, sure. Popularity-wise, sure. 
1984 <laughs> to 1996. All right. You're telling me you never held the big belt, but you gave him the Intercontinental Championship sure. one as a transition to give it to Bret Hart. Well, Piper is not better than Bret. But at the same time, like in the popularity that Bret Hart was, Ooh. like wrong you know, place, wrong time for Piper. I love Piper. Wrong place, wrong time. His moment should have been at WrestleMania one. Ooh. Ooh. Um, WrestleMania establish, one. Establish him as the top heel Ooh, of the company wow. and give him that chance. I get you wanted to make Hulk Hogan your top priority. Hold on. Nah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did you wanted to make Hulk Hogan your top priority and hey WrestleMania come watch this look at this sure. guy Hulk Hogan but after that it should have been Piper oh have Hogan okay um, if not chase, have Hogan chase it mm, yeah if Hogan, Hogan got struck by lightning Piper okay I'll give you that he smashed a coconut on Snuka's head top <laughs> meal most definitely. Sure. He fought Mr. T. He freaking smashed Cindy Lauper. What? Okay. You're not going to give him the belt? And then when he becomes a top face, you put him in the mid card and have him face younger talent. But you're not going to give him the opportunity to say, hey, I was the foundation of the WrestleMania. I was the foundation of here. Not just Hulk Hogan, but me. When people think of WrestleMania 1, they think of Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, Paul Orndorff, and Rowdy Piper. Uh, uh. Number 8. Um, match of the year in 1995, WrestleMania 1, teaming up with Paul Orndorff. I'm sorry, 1985. WrestleMania 1, teaming up with Paul Orndorff versus Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Most hated wrestler of the year in 1984 and 1985. Most popular wrestler of the year in 1986. Number 45 in the top PWI 500 in 1992. Mm. Can't wait for your calls, guys. Come on, bring it in. I'm I I don't want to do it now. <laughs> to say. No, we I know well, you're going to have something to say. <laughs> Fine. Do I do I have to do it? Do I have to? We all have our. We all have something to say. We will both Man, definitely have. I want to throw say. this list for now because you're such a corporate guy. What? Fine, fine. Arn Anderson. Oh, happy? Yes, I love that. No, Arn is Anderson. that your really? Is that really your number eight? Yes. Okay. Arn Anderson. Let's Back go. Then, although I was not a WCW guy, Arn Anderson. There was no guy tougher than him. If you wanted to find somebody tougher than Arn Anderson back in the day, you had to go to Demolition. And Demolition, yes, that was the tag team, but they were a tag team. But if you wanted to find a tougher single guy back in the day, you had to go back and you had to go to Arn Anderson. If you have a disagreement with me, fight me. And I'm talking to you, audience. Fight me. I live in Pennsylvania. Come oh. to me. We can fight. We're going to. It might be the city of brotherly love, but I promise you, it'll be the city of me kicking your ass. Fight me. Number eight, Arn Anderson. I agree you a, with do that. Do you have a problem with it, Ernie? Because you can come to Pennsylvania and we can fight it out too. And we can put it on and they can pay us and 
No. Come on, let's do it. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> you, you guys out there, pay us. You put money on Ernie, you put money on me, you take the odds. Because I'm pretty wow. sure that not only can Arn Anderson kick the ass of Ernie's number eight, but I kick Ernie's ass too. Let's down. Arn Anderson versus Roddy Roddy Piper? Absolutely. Oh, that sounds like a match. Let's do it. That sounds like a match that would have <laughs> happened already. It should have happened. And you know it what happened? Roddy Piper would have had his shoulders down on the map for five seconds, not three. What do you maybe, think about that? May, maybe um, Roddy Piper could have taken, um, I don't know, Arn Anderson's spot. Absolutely not. Somewhere. <laughs> and a hell, in a cage match. Yeah, maybe. But I or don't giving it so. to Mr. Perfect. You're telling oh, me too soon. Holly Blanchard in this corner. You're telling me Roddy Piper's going to take any kind of match? I don't think so. He wasn't scared of Mr. T. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Number seven. Oh, you're going to oh. get mad. You're going to get mad. <laughs> oh. Ricky Steamboat. 1985, 1988. 1985 through 1988. I can respect it. It's coming from you, I. He definitely can't hear, but. Initially, after getting a DDT from Jake the Snake Roberts on the concrete, which Jake didn't want to particularly do because he was scared, Ricky wasn't going to stop himself from hitting the pavement, which happened anyway. Vince should have owed Ricky a favor from here on out. That favor would have been after him versus Macho Man. Hmm. Vince should have owed Ricky a favor. Like, hey, I owe you a favor. You want a shot at the belt, at the big belt? You want a belt, the big belt? I can give it to you. The next strike is being the top match of the night, right next to the match that Vince thought was going to be the top match in the main event. <sighs> Vince should have thanked Ricky Steamboat then after he won the IC title from Macho Man. But instead, they punish him for it and have him lose in the tournament for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 4. Hmm. He left WWE in 1988 for WCW because of that. He wanted to spend more time with his family. They didn't punish him for that. They punished him for being the main attraction at WrestleMania 3. Like, you stole hmm. Hulk Hogan's thunder we're going to punish you. Really? Oh, goodness. Yeah, Match of the year, WrestleMania 3 against Randy Savage. PWI. Ranked number 6 in the PWI Top 500 in 1992. Wow. Okay. Alright. I mean, I can't, I can't say that you're wrong. But I won't say that you're right either. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we can agree to disagree. Can we agree to agree on Nik Nikita Koloff? Oh my god. Hey. You have... Go ahead. Let's go. I'm an old man. What are you going to do? This guy... <laughs> come on. Had a run. Haven't seen a run like him until you went into the 90s. With your favorite guy. Who's your favorite guy? The guy who almost died cutting in his veins punching a limo window who's your guy name him i'm not gonna name him for you you name me you punching name him a... <laughs> who punched a limo window 
killed himself on live TV. Goldberg? There you go. Nikita Koloff. This guy had a run only rivaled by your guy. He's not my guy. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) He feuded with Flair. He feuded with Hogan. Come on. He was the number one guy. Again, I know you want WCW and WWE only. But they were not. They're not. I only did those because I only know of those. You knew of NWA, apparently. (laughs) And I was like, hey, I didn't know about those guys. I wasn't calling you out. I'm just telling you. These were big name guys that came over. You know that Nikita Koloff was a name in WCW. Was he a name? Of course not. But was he a name? Yes. And why was he a name? Because he was a big name in fed, in other fashions. He was also a big name in WWF in the 80s. So, and he feuded with your, your good guy, Hogan, your best friend, apparently. I mean, do you, what? when was the last time? Uh, have you been to Tampa? Have you been to Hogan's house? I haven't been there, but you, you make a friend like you've spent the night. Hogan knows best, and so yeah, apparently, Brooke. apparently Ernie knows best too. <laughs> All right, talk to me. Moving on. You've been spending the night. Are you? Uh, what, I'm thinking you're maybe. I don't know. Are you uh, next line for Brooke? What's going on here? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I'm calling Nikita Koloff, and I'm calling you if Nikita Koloff for seven, and apparently you're number seven for Brooke. What's what, what's going on here? Ricky Steve was my number seven. Yeah. No, Brooke Hogan is your number seven. How about All right, fine. <laughs> number six, final <laughs> one. And then we move on to number five next week. <laughs> number six, and, you know, just in time. It's coincidental that it happened <laughs> because this list was already made weeks ago. Razor Ramon in 1992 wow. to 1996. Number six. Number, eight. Come on. Number Your six. number five better be Triple H, Hall, The Rock. <laughs> number Red five. Hart. My number five is better than my number six. I my, tell it you. better be. Right now. Good right Lord. now. Razor Ramon in 1992-1996. Wow. NWE WrestleMania 10 ladder match should have told you he can go. Sure. Him facing Bret Hart at Royal Rumble 93 for the title just said that he can go. He defeated mm. Diesel on the year that he was world champion and was in a feud with Jeff Jarrett. And that should have told you that he can go. He didn't even huh. complain when they had Goldust flirt with Chico. <laughs> It's no okay. wonder he was the first one to shoot that shot and go to WCW. Check out episode 16 titled Hey Yo of the All Things Wrestling Podcast to learn more about him. Yet, he did get an opportunity to hold it and be near it after that Royal Rumble match against Bret Hart. That was it. That was done with. After that, is all mid-card. He didn't need it, mm. but at the same time, all your favorite matches are with him. Against mm. Bret Hart, against One Two Three Kid, against Shawn Michaels. I I'm not arguing that. I just can't believe it's that high up. PWI Match of the Year huh. WrestleMania 10 versus Shawn Michaels in the ladder match of 1994. 
ranked number seven in the PWI 500 in 1994. I told you this was going to be controversial. Let's go. Mm. Number six. (laughs) Well, I I guess I'm going to be asinine as you are. (laughs) My number six? Roddy Piper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nah. He should be higher on my list because I actually know what I'm talking about. But oh my god! <laughs> you know he was one of the guys to originally beat Hulk Hogan cleanly, not a DQ, not a disqualification, but actually putting his ass on the mat. One, two, three. Uh, non-title match—that's fine. But again, he still beat him, and then he still went on to beat up that he shouldn't have beat necessarily one, two, three, but he still did it. So one, two, three, and he went on to have again. Sorry, Hogan. We uh, and if you ever want to pay for me to meet to move to Florida, I'll take this back. But uh, <laughs> you know, Roddy Piper's movie was better than Hogan. Oh my God! Yeah. Which one? Which one? Roddy Piper's one movie was better than all Hogan's movies put together. Oh, oh my! And then the my... TV show. Oh. Yeah, that one. Wow. That one. Wow. <laughs> oh, we're oh, we're gonna have to save this for next week. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're not wrong, sir. You're not I'm wrong. Not but wrong. we're gonna we're gonna save this whole thing for next week. <clears throat> Join us next week when we discuss the rest of the list from five to one. My five uh, right, Bernie's are wrong. Let's just get that out in the open right. Controversial. No, mine are right. His are wrong. Controversy creates cash. Sure. Just remember that. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for tonight. We will be back next week with WrestleMania 18 moment discussion. More news and results. The top five wrestlers who were top guys that didn't get a chance for the big-time belt. If you have another pay-per-view that you think we should watch and review it just like we have with St. Valentine's Day Massacre or like the first ever Monday Night Raw and in your house, let us know. If you disagree or agreed with either of our lists, let us know and send us a message. Send us a voice message. Tell us what you feel. We have also joined the Nerdvana Network on our, or TNN for short, which is a conglomerate of podcasts that promote each other's common interests. So give them a follow as well. Check out the link tree at linktree.com forward slash the Nirvana Network for more information on that. There's the All Queued Up podcast, which is two nerds watching internet streaming shows. They have new content every Friday. The Masterpiece Shit Beast Theater Show. They go live every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And the nerds have spoken podcasts like Minded Individuals, who are dedicated to bring weekly entertainment and discussions of nerd culture, sports, games, collections, and so much more. If you have a YouTube account, or rather watch your YouTube's podcast on YouTube. Check out the Coco Smith Showcase Collectibles Show, the Sentinel Bay Review, and Tim K's Nerd Crate. All awesome video shows. Follow us on Twitter at all underscore things underscore pod. Follow me on Twitter at Million Dollar Geek. Listen to us on Spotify or Anchor at All Things Wrestling. Check us out on Facebook groups at All Things Wrestling with the same logo. Check us out on YouTube and smash that subscribe button. And follow us on Instagram for more wrestling content. Be patient as I just made the page. And I'm posting content there. I'm posting pictures. I'm posting audio for uh, audio of us. Hey, yeah, that's it. That's all right. Thank you for supporting our content and giving us a listen. Until next time, see you all later.